The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning. Happy Friday. It is April 21st, 5.30. Boom, these another raise. Friday. Yeah. And I want to say it was a big morning. Big morning already. Already? What happened? Already. First time I saw Northern Lights on my walk to work, and I want to say like six months, half a year. That is a big morning. Ooh. I am jealous. What'd they look like? Uh, it was a tiny, <laughs> it was a tiny little, little screen, green spurt. It wasn't anything major, but it was it was just still so, so cute. Yeah, I was just saying, hi, Sean, giving you a wave, giving you a fry yay moment. Yeah, yeah, and and it was right behind a streetlight. And so <laughs> I tried to, like, run down to get the view behind the streetlight, and by the time I got there, it was dancing away and, like, fizzled out. Wow, it was really just saying, hi, Sean, bye, yeah. Sean. Like, have a good day, Sean, see ya. Very quick, but, ugh. Just uh, it gave me that like spark to like just have a great day moving forward. Hey, there we go. Hope <laughs> everyone else does too. Got invited to a birthday party last night and I had no idea who was on the guest list. Oh yeah, just showing up blind. You knew who the birthday party was for, but you're just like, all right, let's have some fun. Yeah, exactly. And my husband and I were speculating like all week long. Are we going to be one of like two other couples? Are we going to be? So the yeah, only and you didn't have any mutuals going. Not that I knew of. Anybody yeah. I talked to didn't say, oh, I'm invited to that, too. <laughs> it's not like you're going to bring it up, either, right? Yeah. Hey, did you get invited to this yeah. surprise birthday party? Um, you're just going to show up and hope for the best. Yeah, exactly. So we got there. And, you know, I think sometimes you can make a mistake of going too early. Mm -hmm. Because it was a surprise, we felt like we should be there early. But then also you have that awkward moment of, like, where do you sit? Oh, hi. Good to see you, acquaintance. I'm going to sit over here by myself and hope someone better comes along. Yeah, that is. It's kind of like the power move of setting the, the design of the table up very early. And it's a power move I never want. I want to come <laughs> in and be like, thank you so much for saving me a seat. Friend I didn't know was coming. Or, you yeah. know, oh, yeah, we'll perch here. And then if the night is bad, well, it's because we got stuck with this seat. But last night we get there early and there was a couple other early birds yeah. and turns out reservation was for like 25 people mm. so when we walk in all together the early birds it's like what do you do yeah do you sit with the people who you just kind of know or do you try and <laughs> and play the lottery and hope not to offend but also hope to get someone better yeah uh, we ended up just sitting with the people we kind of knew okay what a pleasant surprise. Oh, that's awesome. We had the most fun. I think our <laughs> table was laughing the most. At the end, we were all like, we just had our own private dinner party, and I'd like to do it again. I love how it's like a competition with the rest of the 25 guests <laughs> and be like, our group of four was better than your group of four. Well, yeah. There. Looking around, I'm like, you know what? I, I wasn't sure if I should sit here, but this was the best choice. <laughs> wow. Humble brag. Invite Steph to your next dinner party, I guess. She makes it the best. <laughs> The CRA is on strike right now. I want to say it's the largest strike in Canadian history. Over 150,000 uh, employees walked out on the picket lines. I think the Treasury Board is involved as well. Whatever that means, Steph. Sure. Yeah. You you read the news. You know what's going on. <laughs> You're the yeah. expert. News hound. I do know what's going on. Roo, roo, roo. Roo, what's on? <laughs> Over here. Um, <laughs> but I want to say, I want to give a shout out to at least one person within the CRA. Uh, whoever was in charge of making sure people are getting paid for the climate action incentive within the CRA. 
big shout out to you. I got an email this morning when I woke up, basic from the CRA, which I was surprised. I was like, I thought y'all were on strike right now. <laughs> Who's working? Who's going against the the labor board and doing some work? <laughs> Who's Ma- crossing the picket lines? Maybe it was just an automatic thing. Maybe someone flipped a switch or checked a box saying, "Hey, make sure you send these emails out when when I step out." Type yeah, of thing. maybe maybe they asked ChatGPT to do it. There we go. Whoever did it, oh, big ups to you because got an email saying, "Hey, your CAI or your climate action incentive payment has been deposited in your account. And uh, when checked my bank account this morning, mm, crisp 200 plus dollars. Wow. Round of applause oh. for that. I think they should be on strike because whoever did make that happen before they stepped out is clearly going above and beyond for their job, making sure I'm getting paid over here. Give them a raise. (laughs) My grandma and I are pen pals. Cute. I know. We've been sending letters to each other um, since July 2020. Is uh, where does she reside? What province? She is over in Ontario in St. Marie, Mm. and uh, it actually happened that I saw a Facebook post about seniors holding up signs wanting letters and what they'd be interested in talking uh-huh. about. And I was like, oh my gosh, I should send a letter to one of these seniors. Yeah, I know I a like, senior. Wait a my second. My own grandma. Maybe I should send a letter to her. And so we've been pen pals ever since, which has been wonderful. But yesterday I got a text from my dad and it was a picture of my latest letter from my grandma. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck? Like the joy You're of having a pen pal <laughs> is going to the mailbox and it getting a surprise in it. And he said, grandma was worried about the strike and that it perhaps would affect the postal workers oh. and you wouldn't get your letter for a long time. And so she just wanted to make sure it got there. And I was like, okay. So sincere. I know. But I was like, I'm going to give it a week before I read this letter because I want to see if it does arrive in the mailbox and Absolutely. I can have that joy instead. Yeah. Because I kind of wish that he saved the the letter for a week to text me like oh did you get the letter no okay i'll i'll text you it you yeah. know did he attach a spoiler alert to the text or just straight up sent it straight up sent it <laughs> straight up just like i was like oh pictures from my- oh what no yeah. no stop yeah. <laughs> reality tv show love is blind is absolutely blowing up in stardom and fame right now just constant season after season so many reunion shows a live tour going around all over america but stuff what comes with with all that fandom is a little bit of backlash on maybe the negative parts that people don't see. Yeah, because they are, you know, they're filming for one straight month. They're big emotional decisions, choosing if they want to marry (laughs) someone and then just cameras all around. And if you're not used to that, I mean, who is? Mm -hmm. It would be pretty tough. Mm -hmm. And people are starting to speak out uh, maybe against their NDAs. Who know? Especially this this past season with um, Jacqueline. And her just being like, I have all the receipts. I don't care if I get sued, all that stuff. And now past contestants are also being like, yeah, it was it was filled with trauma. And yeah, People Magazine did an article on interviewing random people within uh, not only the, the production side, but some contestants as well, just saying like they provide lots of alcohol, not a lot of water or food. Uh, you're hungry a lot. You're sleep deprived, 20 hour filming days. Wow. And it's just like a lot of trauma on all the people and one of the people that just came out and is speaking on it from season two it's uh danny and nick they got married for a little while divorced now but danny uh had some stuff to say so looking back i probably shouldn't have agreed to go on the show and i really wish i was more educated and self-aware at the time but i also did trust that the psychologist would not choose people that they did not deem mentally fit and because of the premise of love is blind like i actually thought it was going to be different 
and she's referencing uh, doing a you have to do a psych evaluation before you go on the show and she just revealed a lot of trauma that she's been through and apparently it wasn't kept confidential with the psychologist and the producers knew about it and during like interviews whenever say they're in the pods uh, the producers weren't getting the answer that they liked or the reaction that they liked they would bring up those traumas in her past and be like, well, based on your past, how do you feel about it? That takes a certain kind of person to be willing to do that. That really sucks. Yeah. That makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's just, you kind of get, now we're, all the public is getting into the, the behind the scenes look at this. Another alleged rumor within the whole Love is Blind spectrum is the contracts that the contestants sign. There's a uh, a clause if you leave the show it's one of those where it's like you can be fined up to not saying you will be fined but you can be fined up to fifty thousand dollars if you leave the show which is fifty thousand dollars to any normal person that is in a production company is so much money no mm. matter what was happening to you you probably wouldn't leave yeah now is it like one of those empty threats where it's like up to fifty thousand but it's there and it's front of you and you signed the contract and so uh, a lot of people a couple people from the show from the past seasons were just saying that stuck in my head like the whole time I was trying to make a decision on if I actually love the person or not yeah and if you're you know liquored up and not eating <laughs> yeah. and then also anxiety of cameras all around you. Yeah. There's a lot of things happening to you. And then throw in a $50,000 fine. My oh. goodness. I love this show, but this <laughs> really, this this is awful. Yeah. God. So maybe they'll look in the mirror. Who knows? This is all alleged. This is all coming from one side. And so, you know, there's one side, there's another side. And then in the middle type of thing. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But yeah, it's a little muddy right now. We got some special guests in the studio today. Not only do we have a giant dog named Grab, we also have Sandy and Rocky here. Thanks for coming today. Oh, you're welcome. Glad we're here. Hello. Glad to be here. <laughs> and so we got um, we got Winky Day coming up, right? Yeah, June fourth, seventh annual. Seventh annual Winky Day coming up. Now, what is Winky Day? What all goes down at it's... Winky Day? We've heard about it. What happens? Well, it all started with Winky, my first dog, riding and. Uh, Raising money for the SPCA, all but kind of by fluke. Winky passed away, and now we have Winky Day every year. It's actually, we get, we get a proclamation from the mayor every year. It's actually officially Winky Day. We do a ride to Anzac, memorial ride. Then there's a day of events for uh, pets and families at the SPCA. And uh, there's seventh annual coming up, so. Wow, I can't believe that it's been seven years. That's amazing. And you have been doing, you know, you were calling you and Rocky Partners and Good. You have been making such a difference for years and years. Um, how much money have you raised so far for the SPCA? At the SPCA, we're at 183902 right now. And Whoa. Rocky has uh, 2200 2200 I think. And five. And $5. Whoa. An extra 40 An extra 40 Oh, so we're $2,245. $1,255 for Day shirts going already. Donations for some friend from friends and uh, and I think Rocky's you have family. one thousand mm -hmm. something. Hey, Rocky, how old are you? Uh, how old am I? Eight and a half. Eight and a half years old. Why do you want to do good? Why do you want to raise money for the dogs and the cats and the animals? Because well, I like dogs and cats. I like yeah, dogs yeah. and cats. And he's so a great right answer. Cause. He's kind of yeah, a good guy. Grib likes you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the true test, right? If the dog likes you, then you're probably a good guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right on. And where can we find more information? Is Winky Day just posted on like uh, Facebook and stuff? Yes, you'll have some on uh, Winky Rides uh, slash Grab Glides. That's our Facebook page <laughs> and, and Instagram. Uh, what else is going on? We do a ride for cancer Ju July 9th, be our seventh annual. 
We're just under 20,000 with the Alberta Cancer Foundation. Same wow. thing, we do a ride to Anzac, and then I think we'll have something going on at the uh, Harley shop this year. Right on. Well, we'll and look forward to it. Thank you so much for joining us in studio today. We'll definitely get a picture. We'll post it out there. And uh, <laughs> Greg wanted to say hi too. <laughs> that's right. One last word he wanted to say. He's like, we're live on the air. <laughs> yes. Like in front of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet going viral at the start of the week about traveling on a plane. Your kids make a mess. Essentially, popcorn is spilling all over the floor. Whose job is it to clean it up? And uh, just to break down the situation, a Blue Jays pitcher tweeted this out, and he's like, United Airlines, you suck. My wife is pregnant, 22 weeks. I, uh, she's traveling with my five-year-old and my two-year-old. My two-year-old spilled popcorn all over the floor, and you're going to make her get on her hands and knees and clean it up? Are you kidding me? And uh, he wants, like... United to get mad at the flight attendant, essentially. Interesting. Do you have an opinion on either side of this? or? Oh, my goodness. I really despise uh, picture tweets and, and calling out one employee of a giant company. It, no makes, me, it makes me sad. Yeah. Um, and also, I... I don't really have an opinion on it. I feel like there's probably a, a really easy broom with a dustpan that's on a stick that would take about seven seconds to, <laughs> to sweep up the popcorn. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm usually, it's well known, I'm anti-kid. Uh, <laughs> I, hate, I hate crying. I hate mess. Uh, I, I don't want kids. Like, I'm sure, they're adorable and they're lovable, but I just, I don't like cleaning up after myself. Like, yeah. uh, that's just my personality. That's just who I am. I don't want to clean up after a baby. But, but I will say, in the kids' defense, um, don't they have cleaning crews that clean this up? Like, at the end of the flight? Or I don't know. I, I don't know. That's just my assumption. Okay, so I actually listened to a podcast about this on a show called Every Little Thing, and they talked about, like, the dirtiest places on the plane and things like that. Yeah. And if you think about it, the plane arrives, you watch the people get off while you're waiting at the gate to board, they refill the plane, put the right luggage underneath it, and then the plane takes off again with you on it. There's really not that much time. And so basically, oh. they're, um, the flight attendants clean up and, and reset the plane. Oh, geez. And what they do is make sure all the tray tables are back in the right spot and there isn't any garbage in the, the holders. Don't get rid of puke bags. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and refill the puke bags oh. and whatever. But they don't do the cleaning. So they say the dirtiest spot for a passenger on the plane is that tray table. You should bring your own disinfectant wipe Damn. to wipe that off. And it grossed me out because I always actually put the tray table down and sleep on it. Like I put my head down <laughs> on that. So I was like, oh my gosh, the germs. <laughs> but all that to say, there is not a cleaning okay. crew that comes on. So we can kind of deduce that, all right, the flight attendant was like, I didn't bring my broom today and now I got I have to get down on my hands. Yeah. And knees. However, um, I think a mom with two kids has her hands full enough. It's okay if, if that's part of your day. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not the person in that moment. I did <laughs> used to work at a restaurant and um, kids make messes. That's just the way it is. But you're prepared for them. And, and yeah. as, as a person who works at the restaurant, yeah. you're ready to clean it up. I did have a parent one time bring in a mat and put it underneath our high chair oh. and then fold it up and take all of yes. the spaghetti and everything spilled with her. But that I was kind of like- parents been through some things. Like, I know what's going to happen here. <laughs> yeah, and I was appreciative of it, but also I felt like, 
it's okay. You you came out and you're paying us for your food, but yeah. you're also paying for a clean seat, and I will clean it for yeah. you afterwards. And then maybe like as a parent moving forward, just don't give something messy that can get everywhere for your two year old. Oh, just a suggestion. <laughs> a chocolate bar. How about that? Not popcorn oh, that flies sh- everywhere. Sure, that's a melty hand. At mess. least it's on Touch the baby. The it's not all over the floor. Not on the floor, but now it's on that tray table. They don't have time to wipe shots. Yeah, yeah, it's better. Okay. Easier. Sure, sure. <laughs> Neither of us are parents. <laughs> I felt like I was at a kid's birthday party last night. Fun. Um, the people who were celebrating brought in a cake to the restaurant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then um, like the waitress brought out plates and knives and everything and forks. And this cake was beautifully made. With icing that turns your teeth a different color. Uh oh. So it is kind of like a kid's party. <laughs> exactly. And specifically, this cake was decorated with black kind of icing as the borders. And so everyone at this party <laughs> was just smiling at each other and laughing, and we all had black teeth. <laughs> <laughs> at least everyone was in on it. It wasn't just one person. Yeah. The, the couple people who were like, oh, no cake for me. Thank you. I'm very full from dinner. Uh, they had the last laugh for sure. No not, kidding. <laughs> not only did it like not add to their waistline, but also they didn't have to <laughs> scrub too hard at the end of the yeah, night. <laughs> yeah. You should have brought out like the party hats. They'd be like, if we have to eat the cake, you have to wear the hats. Okay. And that's just the repercussions. There you go. <laughs> we all have to look crazy. You look yeah. at this. Yeah. You don't get away with it. <laughs> Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.